Welcome to episode two of Cards Cast. Senior writer from Cardinal Authority, Michael McCammon, here with publisher Jody Demling. And Jody, as always, plenty to talk about. You know, you know, we've got Rick Pitino settling with the University of Louisville. Louisville uh, football team is stepping in the ACC play, going down to Florida State. But as always, basketball recruiting, there, there's something that seems like there's always going on and, and news continues to develop, uh, you know, even today. Uh, what, what you got? What's the latest uh, that you're hearing on the basketball recruiting front? Well, obviously, the DJ Stewart news was uh, was not good news for the University of Louisville. But, you know, I think you could tell over the last week or so, I mean, Mike Krzyzewski sent his entire staff to see DJ Stewart last week. And uh, it just was one of those recruitments that, uh, you know, it's it's hard to beat that sometimes. And it is it is basketball recruiting. You know, I mean, you'd love to have gotten him here. Uh, you know, I've a lot of people talk about, well, Louisville Live should be early. No, I mean, it's it's all this. It's all the same. I mean, you you hope and you think most of these guys are going to play their recruitment out. I mean, heck, DJ Stewart at one point this summer said he wasn't sure if he'd make a decision until November. You know what I mean? So yeah. you hope these guys play it out. But, you know, things change. It's basketball recruiting. And if, you know, I know fans are not this way. But uh, but I've learned to become this way, and uh, and I've learned over the years that uh, you know the ebbs and flows, the ups and the downs. And I'll give you, I'll give credit. This came from Rick Pitino, who told me one day uh, a few years ago, um, sitting uh, having lunch in, uh, in in Orlando, and and he was talking about recruiting, and he said, you know, if I got down every time I something wrong went in re- something went wrong in recruiting. I wouldn't have a lot of good days. And, uh, and that's just the way it is. It's, yeah. I say this over and over. It's just like a big giant puzzle and it's hard to fit these pieces into the right mix. And when you do like Louisville did last year, it works out perfect. Not every year is going to work out perfect. And I'm not saying that this is going to be a bad class. I still think this has got a chance to be a very good class uh, moving forward. I had a chance to talk to Evan Daniels tonight. We went over some guys um, uh, I just want to make sure I, I get the same feeling that he does. Um, you know, Caleb Love and Jamin Brakefield both will visit for Louisville Live, and I think Louisville's in a very good position for both of those guys. I do think Caleb Love becomes kind of the key guy now. Um, I think Caleb Love is a guy that, when it's all said and done, could be a top 15 player in the class of, of 2020. I think Caleb Love becomes that guy. I've said it all along, and I wish I hadn't have moved him down. I know North Carolina jumped up a little bit more than what I thought they would, and I moved him down a little bit. But uh, um, he's been at the top of the list for a long time. He was one of the first guys that Louisville called when Chris Mack got the job. So, you know, you know how young he was. You know I mean? He yeah. was just coming out of his sophomore year then. So he's yeah, been and, one of and the top Caleb, guys yeah. then. And Caleb's one of these guys. I mean, he knows Louisville well. He's been on multiple unofficial visits to Louisville. You know, so there's obviously, as you were pointing out, a lengthy relationship there that he has with with Chris Mack. And obviously, that's something where the Louisville live event could really help push something over the over the hill, so to speak. Yeah. No, and I think so. And I think they've got a good shot with him. It's it's basically Louisville and Carolina, and uh, uh, let's hope Carolina gets a couple of other guards in uh, in, in <laughs> yeah. their class, and it makes it easier for Louisville. But I do know Caleb. Uh, really likes Chris Mack and really likes Luke Murray. I think they're in good with Jamin Brakefield. They're in really good with Zach Loveday. I think it'll come down to Ole Miss and Louisville for Brakefield. It'll come down to Louisville and uh, and probably Baylor for 
for Zach Love Day. I think they're in better shape with Hunter Dickinson than I originally thought. I still think that's going to be tough uh, to pull off there. Um, you know, and Josh Hall's not going to make a decision until uh, uh, in, until the spring. So uh, Louisville's right there. And from what I, I – so many conflicting reports on Davon Smith. I'm not sure what to believe right now. I know what I've heard. What I heard prior to his visit. I know what I heard after his visit. He was going to commit to Louisville, and then he was going to take a lot of other visits. I still think he might take one or two more visits, but I still think Louisville is in pretty good shape with him right now, moving forward, unless he falls, uh, you know, in love with another school when uh, when he's on a visit, um, you know. And then there's you know some other things in the mix with JJ Trainer. I expect Chris Mack to go see him. Uh, on Friday, JJ, uh, Chris will be at uh, seeing Jay Scrub on Thursday and JJ Trainer on Friday. Uh, and then the kid for Aspire, who I'm not going to even try to say is uh, Jethro. I'm not going to try to say his last name until I learn it and talk to him and hear it from him. Uh, but I do expect him to maybe make an unofficial visit at some point to campus uh, over the course of the next few weeks and uh, just to see if Louisville might want to get in- involved with him. Dino Gaudio saw him. So, not everything is is downtrodden. Not everything is. Uh, uh, don't freak out just yet. There's a lot to go. And uh, again, this is a marathon, not a sprint, as far as uh, basketball recruiting is concerned. And Michael, let me just throw in there one other quick thing, and then we'll move on to, to Patino and some other things. But women's basketball is the same kind of way. I thought Nyonga Gonye was going to commit when she was on her visit to Louisville. Then maybe it was going to happen afterwards. I think now Louisville's not even recruiting her. I think Louisville right now, Maddie Westbelt, Haley Van Lip, Sarah Andrews, Cameron Williams, and Madison Hayes are the five girls that they have left on their board. And uh, and I think that they will take one of those five to fill out their class, and then they're finished with the class of 2020. Let me take you back to men's recruiting real quick. Obviously, Jay Scrubs, one that is also you know top of mind for a lot of guys. Uh, you know, and certainly, rightfully so, the number one JC guy, kid out of uh, Louisville Trinity. We know, we know the backstory, uh, but you know, you were mentioning how it is a marathon, and that's one certainly where Louisville is putting a lot of effort on. But also, you know, that's one where the, you know the NBA is out there floating as well. So that's certainly another guy that's going to be the the long, the long, the long marathon that they need to wait and finish for. Yeah, no, it's it's it, it is, and I, and I think in the in the long run, it's probably going to be the longest. I would treat. Um, I would treat 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 Jay Scrub like I would a grad transfer is what is the way I'm looking at him because uh, he is an older guy and he's not going to decide uh, with the NBA thing until the spring. So you're no. not going to really know until probably sometime in May uh, if you're going to get Jay Scrub on campus or not. Uh, if it's Louisville or another school, whatever. I do think if he goes to college, he'll go to Louisville. Uh, but it's going to be a while before you know that. All right. So this morning you're down at the University of Louisville. Uh, you know, got got the alert to to Shot. be down. Yeah, to be down there this morning. You know, a lot of speculation on what it was going to be about. And, and, you know, and it was rising speculation that had to do with Rick Pitino. And and as you guys that that were down there, you know, found out pretty quickly. Um, I think you know, that was one thing. I think it moved a lot quicker than a lot of people uh, anticipated. Uh, but first you hear the settlements in, and then Jody, what's your reaction when you, when Vince says? You know, it's, it's it's a zero deal. No money's changing hands. Well, when they handed the settlement out, it was before Vince talked, and I looked, and I'm like, I have to be reading this the wrong way. That just can't <laughs> be the right thing. But yeah. it was the right thing, and uh, you know, to be quite honest, it was um, it was a pretty cool deal, I think, for the University of Louisville because you're talking about, um, you know, spending 
a lot of money that you didn't need to be spending if yeah. they had to pay him off. Uh, I never thought he would get $40 million. I always thought at some point or another, though, that he would end up with $8, 10 $12 million Something. out of this yeah. just because that's just what we kind of heard. Um, uh, but what uh, what I've been told today, and I know people think, well, there's got to be something else. What I've been told today is that, truthfully, Rick Pitino fought the good fight and then decided, you know what? Not sure that I want to fight this any longer. I'm not sure that I want to go through this any, with this any longer. And he wants another job. And I think in order, in his mind, in order for him to get another job next year, this had to be over. Yeah. And had they gone on, I'm not sure that it would have been over or when it would have been over. So, uh, you know, so this ends today. The Rick Pitino, uh, there were a lot of good memories and there was a lot of asterisks, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, Michael, it's uh, it's been, I, to me, you, you've, been, you've seen it all. So for 19 years, yeah. there's always been this drama surrounding things with Coach Pitino and the, the program and all that kind of stuff. And yep, I think today yep. – when it when it came out that it was zero and that he was walking a mutual walking away as what Vince Tyree said, I think some people expected drama and it and it didn't happen and I think that's what kind of surprised people. Yeah, I was watching some of the reaction on on the message boards there at CardinalAuthority.com and you know and somebody made the comment you know is this hopefully the last time we have to try to decipher Rick Pitino talk and it's almost to the point to where okay we're seeing that. There's zero dollars there, and we're seeing that you just wanted it changed from fired to resign. But is that the reality? You know, and I think as you know, people you know did read the statements a little bit more, and reality started to sink in. It was kind of like, all right, you know, it, it felt like there was a, an actual moment of moving on. Um, and I think that you know, I think that's what Rick did. I think that's what obviously the University of Louisville did, and I think that's what a lot of the University of Louisville fan base uh, needed. You know, was a sediment like this, and you know, and best of luck to Rick and whatever he's doing. But it's certainly a great. You know, decision. You know, I saw he. You know, he said that going against his, you know, counsel's advice. You know, whatever the ultimate decision was. You know, I think it was the right one. Um, obviously, for for all parties involved, and one that I don't think anybody really ever anticipated. Like you were mentioning, a lot of people expected it. You know, there'd be a few million dollars at least exchanging hands. Not that it would yeah. be a zero. And, and you know, one thing this might also do is kind of open that door a little bit for him returning to you know the Yum Center one day and getting a standing ovation for his accomplishments. Yeah, I here. think that's I think that's way down the line. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think at some point that that could be. I do. I did have uh, did find it kind of interesting. A couple of interviews that I had set up for today afterwards, and people that I talked to on the staff, coach other other head coaches or coaches of of teams, and uh, you know a couple of administrators. We're joking around. I got a couple of text messages about this is the time that I need to ask Vince for a, uh, you know, an extra charter flight for our team or an extra charter. You yeah, know, so, yeah. and, and I think it's one of those days to where, uh, you know, I think it's a good day for the University of Louisville. It's a set. It's it's a sad day for the University of Louisville because a part of history is gone and moved on and it will never be the same. Uh, I know some people don't like that and thinking about that being sad, but but the, the truth is that's what it is. But it's also a very good day for the University of Louisville because you don't have to pay that money out. And uh, there's some extra spending money now that, that they didn't know if they were going to have or not. And, uh, and um, you know, I'm not sure how they would have paid it out, but uh, they would have figured it out. But uh, but they don't have to worry about it now. Yeah, things obviously feeling a little more confident there in the athletic department. And, and rightfully so. I mean, you got to tip your hat to, to Vince Tyra. I mean, came in in a very difficult time frame for the University of Louisville and you know, where the fan base was unfortunately divided pretty heavily. And, and 
you got to say this is another thing that certainly goes in, into his, onto his resume of things. He's done in pretty quick order to help, you know, restore the pride and the, and the expectations and the belief that this is a, an athletic program that, you know, can continue and now move forward on all fronts, not just, you know, on the, on the playing surface, but also in the athletic department itself. Yeah, I think Vince Tyree has done a, a fabulous job of the things that uh, that he has done, and I think he's done uh, uh, quite a few of them. I mean, if you look at it, the coaches and people that he's are in, uh, including one of those, Scott Satterfield, has uh, done a pretty good job, Michael. So yes, far, he has. got a big game this week. Nice segue. Yeah, Cardinals, you know, a lot of uh, momentum on their favor now, won two games in a row. You know, and I think in each one of those wins, they, they've done it in a fashion that has exceeded the expectations of what that game might be like before the season started off. So, you know, the way Florida State's been, been struggling, now one and two, you know, to start their season, you know, it's it, that game for most, I know, Jody, I know you were feeling pretty confident before the season started, but for most, expected the Cardinals to go down to Tallahassee and probably pick up an L. Well, that may not be such the overriding feeling anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I again, I thought uh... – I thought that Louisville would win. Sorry, I hit my uh, the wrong button there on my computer. I was looking for my score, Michael. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out the score of what I did. Uh, I thought Louisville would win this game and going into the season. I didn't think Florida State would be struggling the way they are right now. Florida yeah. State is a uh, big-time struggle on defense, and uh, they still look like an NFL team. They look like a team, the best-looking team that Louisville is going to face other than Clemson this year. But they're giving up 37 points, 170 yards on the ground, 314 yards in the air, 48% third down conversions. Yeah, that's insane. And they've been penalized over 80 yards a game. Time of possession is 37, almost 37 minutes to just 23 minutes. It, it's insane. And it's not like, look, they've played two decent. They've they played Virginia, who's, who's good. They played Boise, who I think is better than a lot of people thought. But one of those teams is Louisiana Monroe. Now, they might figure it out this week, and Louisville might have a tough week and a tough game. Um, but I like Louisville's chances. I liked it before the season, and I really like it going into this weekend. Yeah, obviously a big move by Willie Taggart was bringing in Jim Levitt, a former defensive coordinator from the time brief time he was at Oregon, brought him in as an analyst. Also, you know, people might remember him during uh, you know the, the Big East or Conference USA days, maybe actually when he was the head coach at, at South Florida. You know, but guy that is very known as a defensive mind, and you know. Was there, you know, a few days before the Seminoles went up to Virginia to play the Cavaliers? And, and that's a game where the defense may look like they have started to turn a corner. So it's going to be interesting to see how much that defense, if it does, look much different uh, than the earlier games without Jim Levitt on the sideline or in the box or wherever he might be uh, as a yeah, defensive analyst. I don't know that he can be on the sideline. I don't think – because he can't really have a ton of contact with the players. He is His role is called assistant manager of the football team. So – uh, I mean, it's not like he's got a ton of uh, uh, of say. He can only kind of help the coaches along. So I'm not sure what his role is and all that. Um, but when you look at it, I think, Michael, that uh, uh, they'll be different. They'll play probably a little harder this week because there's a lot of pressure on them and a lot yeah. of pressure on their coaching staff. Um, I mean, heck, if they don't win this game, who knows what would happen to, uh, to Willie Taggart. So I'm expecting Florida State to come out and give Louisville their best shot. I just think in the long run that this Louisville team, the way they play, the toughness, the hard-nosed attitude, I think this team has is, uh, is got a lot to uh, a lot of good things going, and I think they'll continue it this weekend. I'm just not sure who's going to play quarterback. Puma Pass did practice on Tuesday, and again today on Wednesday he was out there and looked a lot better 
than what I thought he would uh, and actually wasn't really limping when he left the practice field. Yeah, which is clearly good news. You know, when you're when you're trying to struggle and make a decision on who your starting quarterback can be, it's nice to have you know your your full repertoire of quarterbacks out there. And yeah, you know, did look uh, seem to look a little bit better and kind of back to his normal self uh, from what we could gather at practice today. I think that you know for me the key, uh, despite if it's Puma or Malik at quarterback, is if that Louisville defense can not really stifle, but slow down Cam Akers and the Florida State running game, then I think that's, that speaks volumes of, for what the, the outcome, outcome might be for the Cardinals. And, and so far they, they've shown the ability to, to slow down running attacks. So I think if they do that, then, then Louisville could come back with its first ACC victory uh, since 2017. All right, should be fun. Should be a lot of fun. The last time we were there, Blanton Creaky's field goal with five yeah. seconds to go won it. I'm sure Blanton – would love another chance to uh, to do it, and if that's what it takes, hey, then uh, then let's get it. Should be a lot of fun this weekend. I'll be in Tallahassee and uh, have complete coverage for everyone uh, from down there. All right, it's our second edition of Cards Cast. Michael McCammon and Jody Dimling will be back hopefully at some point in the next uh, week to ten days. Next week is a bye week. We'll still have a Cards Cast. We won't have as much to talk about football. But hopefully at some point we'll have a special edition because when we get a commitment at some point or another, a basketball commitment, we will do a special edition of the Cardscast and bring you all of the latest. For Michael McCammon, I'm Jody Dimling. We'll see you next week.